Welcome back to Blogs on Tape. Today's post is Positive Gross, written by Evelyn Moreau and originally published in August of 2019 on her blog Le Cauldron Chromantique at cauldronchromantique.blogspot.com. Positive Gross. The other day, I was thinking back about the Skinned Moon Daughter BX class that my friend Benjamin wrote for the Undercroft number 9. I wanted to write a blog post about using the articles in the Undercroft number 9 as the building blocks of a campaign, but as I was rereading the zine, I was taken aback by how nihilistic some of the articles were. I checked on the back cover, and I noticed the Compatible with Lamentations of the Flame Princess logo. This made me think about the influence of the LOTFP horror genre in the OSR, and how it intermingled nihilism, gross-out, and horror together. By nihilism, I mainly mean the Death Trap Negadungeon, or settings and scenarios where everything is amoral, horrible, and hopeless. Graphic Evelyn's art depicting a wolf and deer swirling around one another. The wolf is tearing the deer's intestines free of its body, while the deer vomits up angry, toothy bile. At the center, the figure of a woman can be seen curled in the fetal position inside the wolf's belly. End graphic. In the Undercroft number 9, there is an unstoppable sexual disease monster that contaminates everything it comes in contact with, without any real hope of resisting its effects. There is a monster made of dicks that automatically turn people into copies of itself. And finally, there is a scenario about an entity that causes women to give birth to babies, spawning gigantic monsters. It features cults that control and use these women. All of these things had uncomfortable implications of abuse or cruelties, and I thought, do gross things always need to be linked to these themes? Is there another kind of gross? I thought about underground comics and the art of Julie Dosset, one of my favorite comic book artists, who gleefully represented gross things in her comics, but in an often playful way. There was some self-deprecation and angst in some of her strips, but her art also feels positive and liberating. Graphic. A four-panel comic, in which a naked woman enjoys a cracker, experimentally rubs the cracker against her vagina, ends up masturbating with the cracker, and, in the final panel, is sitting in bed, shrugging in a mix of embarrassment and amusement. End graphic. There is an inherent power in daring to represent and explore gross things. Underground comics certainly understood this. There is also waves of women artists who try to appropriate the rights of women to be as gross as they wish. They dive into the trashy and gross out, but still, there is something positive to retain from their work, not just emptiness. Graphic. A comic of a woman 
in an absurdly gross apartment. She says, It's cleanup time! Then turns towards the mess and says, What am I gonna wash? End graphic. While working at the library, I often see children's books about farting and other gross things. These books tell kids that it is okay to be gross and that gross things are not scary. Daring to be gross can be sometimes cathartic, liberating, and even empowering. Graphic. A nude elf squats, and a disgusting fart monster emerges from her anus. Another fart monster is aghast at this new creature's appearance. End graphic. Gross things don't have to be about abuses and cruelties or nihilism. I think that it is important to also be able to explore the gross in a positive way. I wish there were, out there, creators or publishers that balanced the nihilistic gross popularized by LOTFP with material that explores a more playful and positive gross. I am not saying that nihilistic gross should never be explored, but that balancing it is important. I don't want to see nihilistic gross balanced only by materials that move away from the gross to explore different things. I also want to see products that balance it by embracing the gross without linking it with forms of abuses and cruelty. How to do that? A good starting point would be to explore your own darkness. The video that ContraPoints made on this question is good food for thought. Try to explore your own gross, or darkness, first. Some possible paths to explore. Feature the gross as something liberating. Something that breaks stiff social norms, or that is good to vent out, or unleash in a cathartic way. Gross, like chaos, doesn't mean evil. If we can have chaotic good things, we can have gross good things, too. Chaos is also often about change, transformation, and revolution. Same goes for the gross. Present the gross as allies, tools, or resources, instead of presenting it as threats. Play characters imbued by the gross. Make the gross personal and familiar instead of about otherness and external fears. If you make the gross external and scary, make it so you can communicate with it in some way. Present the scary gross as something that you can make peace with instead of something you have to destroy. If you present the gross as something to be fought, contrast and balance it by making the characters or their allies gross too. Motley and cheerful gross friends versus the evil and dangerous horror gross. Don't link the gross with abuses. Keep it consensual. Let the players trigger it or dare them to dip their toes in it. Same for the NPCs. Don't force the gross on them. Make them embrace it through their emotions or actions. Empower the gross. Don't always link it with misery and suffering. Make it sometimes amazing or wonderful in its own grotesque way. Humanize the gross. Don't always make it comical or ridiculous. Diversify its expressions or its reactions. 
develop safety tools about gleefully grossing each other out. Tools that let us safely dare each other, that let us safely push our comfort zone to explore gross things. Maybe something inspired from the emotional safety flower. Read about the tools that already exist, hack them if needed. Thinking about content warnings could also be a good thing. I feel like there is exploration to be done here, especially for the OSR, who often shy away from these tools. Graphic. A nude kneeling Medusa, scaly with a large snake twining about her waist like a sash, holds a grinning boar above her head. The boar has half a dozen snakes emerging from its backside. End graphic. I don't consider myself a gross person. I am pretty shy and all, but as a trans woman, the gross sometimes speaks a lot to me. Dysphoria often leads to self-deprecation, and I often find part of me gross, less often now that I am transitioning. I also often tried to identify with gross monsters to kind of accept myself. Making peace with what we perceive as gross is not always easy, and we are not always in a position to do so, but I think there is a lot to gain from exploring the gross in a way that doesn't leave us numb and empty. Graphic. A woman, hunched, angry, crying, raising her arm in anger. Her hair blows long and flowing in the wind, not just from her head, but from her arms, her underarms, her breasts, her legs, her crotch. End graphic. Gross as an ally, and something personal and scary that you need to accept and make peace with. Graphic. A tree whose trunk is made of heads and cracked ribs and hooves and a little tiny penis, and at its top becomes the intestines of a woman cut open in her belly. She holds herself up with arms on the tree branches, and antlers which mirror the shapes of the branches emerge from her eye sockets. Around her the words, Beloved child, I am your godmother. Listen to my wisdom. I will teach you my secrets. End graphic. The gross as player characters, and as the familiar and the mundane. Graphic. A short comic featuring a skinny, hairy bug person picking at their teeth, pulling something large and strange from their mouths, then placing it in their purse. End graphic. Graphic. A small group stand together, including two small gremlin things wearing hats, a nude anthropomorphized deer wearing a collar with a penis hanging between their legs, and a beaver person, also nude, penis erect, holding up a stack of money to a witch woman who offers him a star in exchange. She smokes a cigarette with a confident smile on her face, holds a wand under her arm, and wears tattered nylons. End graphic. Gross as something neutral that the characters can interact with. Graphic. A complex figure. 
organic but lacking a familiar bodily structure. There are hairy gorilla arms which branch off from each other, eyes opening at random parts of the figure, tendrils which lead to expanding and ever more complicated forms that resemble sea urchins or other ocean life. End graphic. Gross as someone that the characters can gain as an ally. Graphic. An elderly woman, dancing and smiling. Thick, maggoty worms are scattered around her dancing feet and crawl all over her entire body, up her legs, around her torso, and around her raised arms. To either side, she is flanked by much larger worms, with toothy maws and muscular, if stubby, forelegs growing from their torsos. End graphic. There is a lot to explore. That was Positive Gross, written by Evelyn Moreau and read for you by Nick L.S. Whalen. Blogs on Tape is a project that works with authors to make great RPG blogs more accessible through audio recordings. It's a community effort which you can contribute to by letting us know which blog posts you'd like to hear read. I'm only able to read so many blogs myself, so there are a lot of great posts I never hear about. You can suggest them to me by email ls at paperspencils.com, which I would really appreciate you doing. And whether or not you're able to contribute in that way, thank you very much for listening.